Nothing important, Matt Reyes. I don't want to fucking do this today. But we here, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody fucking doing? Hopefully it's a good day for you, all that and all that. Cordial intro. I imagine the world at large is varying degrees of the human experience. Being experienced at this very fucking moment. Some people are making their first million dollars as we speak. There are other people who are... Uh, getting stabbed in the testicles. That's how many people on the planet. That is the, the vast difference of experiences all at the same goddamn time. Does anybody think about that? Is anybody recognizing that it may be fucking shittiness for you, but at that moment that is the most shitty point of your life, somebody else is, ex- is, is experiencing their peak joy, the happiest moment of their goddamn life. That's just how it works. That's how it works. If that's a crazy concept, also consider that we are uh, in, in perspective ratio to the planet. We're like little fucking lice on the head of the planet we call Earth that is spinning at an incredible rate uh, amongst other rocks in the middle of nothingness surrounding a ball of fire. You fucking get it, right? How I feel doesn't matter. How you feel doesn't matter. I mean, to you, it might. To me, it might. Um, I'm not having. I wouldn't even say it's a bad day. I just have a lot. I'm, I'm, I have a lot of emotions today, and um, it's important when you have emotions to acknowledge them, to accept them, to feel them. I've never been the type of person to like shove down emotions. I don't have that type of personality. Some people would equate that to like. A manly personality, somebody who takes everything that they feel and they shove it deep down and they get their task done. Right. That's not my personality. I don't equate that to manliness. I don't equate feeling to femininity. I just feel like people are different. And I feel when I feel today, I got the feels. I got a lot of fucking feelings. Uh, today is the anniversary, the one-year anniversary of a very dear friend of mine who was murdered. He's a police. He was a police officer. Um, he worked in Harlem. He's from Harlem. He's from the East Side, where I'm from, which is particularly fucked up. And he was a good kid, younger than me. And he, uh, it's like stereotypical when somebody passes, for you to talk about that person. And only good things. He wasn't a perfect human being, but he was a good man. <laughs> he was a fucking good man in a world of shitty piece of shits. Just this planet is just a bowl, a toilet bowl with a whole bunch of doo-doo pebbles floating in it. And he wasn't like the rest of us. You know, he was a good person. Um, I hate him for being a cop. I hate him for choosing to do that. Um, what can I say, though? It's what he wanted to do. Serve and protect people who don't deserve it. Right? And he got shot in the head. Um, but I love him. And it is what it is. That's fucking life. You know, tomorrow, tomorrow you could be walking. You know what I'm saying? You could be crossing the road. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because it needed to get to the fucking other side. But what is not explained is that the road is full of vehicles and they need to get where they're going and nobody gives a fuck 
about somebody else's needs. The chicken needs to cross the road. The guy in the fucking suburban, he needs to get where he's going. He's going pretty fucking fast. And he kills the chicken. That could be you tomorrow. So today, count your fucking blessings. I'm counting my blessings. I'm here. Regardless of how I feel, I'm alive, right? That's positive. That's good. It's a beautiful thing. You know? Let's look at the fucking positive. I was reading a story online. Fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious, ladies and gentlemen. If you've been in New York, if you know New York, if you're from New York, this is funny. New York Post. Welcome back. Dolphins spotted in the Bronx River. A sign of cleaner waters. I'm just going to speculate. I'm not even going to read the rest of the article yet before I start speculating on that fucking the headline. There's dolphins. They got a little picture here. You just see the fins of those dolphins popping up out of the water. There's dolphins in the Bronx River. That's pretty fucking funny. If anybody knows anything about any, <laughs> any lake, any river, any waterway in New York City, they're all disgusting. They have been so for a very fucking long time. New York is a humongous city, not like Los Angeles big, not a big sprawling fucking, you know, huge plot of land. That's not what New York is. New York is a very oddly shaped territory where people have humongous egos and endless budgets. And so they decide to build upward. They buy the rights, air rights, so they can continue building. And kill whatever fucking ecosystem is closest to the clouds. Those birds are getting polluted and they're dying. I'm pretty sure I'm making it all up as I fucking go. What I can tell you is that you always got to find a positive in a negative situation. Ladies and gentlemen, I experienced something. Not firsthand, but in the way that people experience things in this modern technological area. Era. Area. It, I mean, it's an area. Um, in this modern technological era, people experience things and they call it firsthand experience. And the only thing about it that's firsthand is it's the firsthand that they fucking use to pick up their cell phone. That's how I experienced shit. And during the pandemic, that very strange couple of years where the entire world agreed on something for once and ever, all the world leaders were like, yep, we're going to go with this. There's no fucking Illuminati. There's no, you know what I'm saying, a cult organization. There's no conspiracy against the mass population, mass global population, where there's a couple guys. Hint, hint. Elon Musk trying to expose Davos. Very creepy. The masses of the future. Look it up your goddamn selves. There's, there's none of that going on. There's none of that fucking going on, right? But for once in the history of the human species on the planet, all these different world leaders, they agreed to shut down the globe. And I experienced firsthand witnessing the earth taking power back. You remember very recently, the Lakers made some decisions headed by LeBron James, where they made some trades, namely for a guy named Russell Westbrook, and it hasn't been working out great. I still got good hopes. I like Russell Westbrook. I think he's talented. I think it's taking a little bit longer than it needs to be for them to gel and for the Lakers to get back on fucking top. LeBron James, King James, LeBron James. I do think so. Remember when that happened and then Jeannie Buss recently came out? She said, I'm going to take some power back. In this fucking metaphor, Jeannie Buss is Mother Earth. And when all these fucking Illuminati, uh, you know what I'm saying? These guys with the eye of horrors tattooed on their, their rectums. And when, when they all get together in the room and they decide to shut down the world for whatever goddamn reason, for a virus that I don't really even know anybody that fucking died from the virus. I don't know. 
three core morbidities. You look it up. You do do the homework yourself. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. Virus didn't help anything. God damn it. They made you wear a sheet on your mouth. You're an idiot. God damn it. God damn it. When that happened, firsthand experience, I went on to YouTube and I was seeing compilations of Mother Nature taking power back. I was watching a video in Thailand. Video in Thailand where there was a war. There was a war in Thailand. I don't know if Thai people are known for war. They are violent motherfuckers. I went to Thailand before. I saw women, uh, particularly prostitutes, fight each other over a a prospective client. You know, a John that was sitting there, a 70-year-old white man, drinking whiskey at a bar. And they were in high heels and tight dresses, and they were kicking each other in the chest. It was incredible. Thai people are not weak, but I didn't know about Thai. I don't know the history of Thai wars. I'm not talking about people engaging in war in Thailand. There was a war between two gangs of monkeys. (laughs) Mother Nature was taking it back, taking that power back. And all the other species that we, we forget, but we do coexist with on this planet, they started to reproduce again. They started to go from the wild into the cities all over the globe, and they started to flourish again. They started to flourish. They started to be their natural selves you know, not being blocked by the fucking man-made matrix of buildings and cities and concrete roads and air pollution and plastic bottles floating in the goddamn ocean. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That's a positive in the goddamn negative. I grew up in New York City. I grew up in New York City. There ain't nothing clean about that goddamn city. The Bronx in in particular. God damn it. God damn it. The Bronx is a wild fucking place. You telling me the Bronx River has dolphins now? This is incredible. This is incredible. That's a positive. I'm going to attribute it to the people who shut down the world for a couple of years. You try to do something heinous and evil. God knows what's in those goddamn vaccines. Thank God I ain't take them. Elon Musk shouts out to you for taking on those motherfuckers at Davos. They're out there fucking singing Christmas carols or reciting the words to, the, to fucking Frozen or whatever they're doing in the snow. Whatever they're doing in the snow... <laughs> Mid-January, deciding the fate of all human beings on the goddamn planet. Shout out to you, Elon Musk. What they did, trying to be evil sons of a bitches, it's not working. Because Mother Nature just got a big exhale. And now the Bronx is better for it. There's dolphins in the Bronx, ladies and gentlemen. I still haven't read the article, but this is such a hilarious concept to a guy like myself. (laughs) Dolphins in the Bronx? I, if this if this holds up, if they don't fucking kick those dolphins out or we start fucking polluting at a rate where the dolphins stop going in the Bronx River, you know, I, I, I foresee something. There's a lot of Caribbean people in the Bronx. They're, they're water people. The Dominicans in the fucking Bronx, they're dying to jump into the river and fucking ride those dolphins. I could just see it. You know, you go down to like 59th Street, Columbus Circle, and there's like those, those uh, I don't know what they're like, Arabic guys or Eastern European guys, and they have those horses. The biggest scam in New York City. If you really want to get horrible food poisoning, probably like E. coli poisoning, go to 59th Street, Columbus Circle. First thing you need to do is you need to find any hot dog cart. Any hot dog cart, they're going to give you a deep boiled hot dog. It's going to be mystery meat. One thing I can guarantee, one ingredient I can guarantee in that boiled water where those hot dogs have been sitting probably for days, ladies and gentlemen. Probably for days, there will be at very least a teaspoon of pigeon shit in there. 
A teaspoon. This will work way better than any vaccination. It's going to be fucking incredible. Go have that first. That's going to be the first thing that you take into your system. Then get on the back of a beautifully designed, it looks like out of fucking Cinderella, beautifully designed carriage that is being lugged around New York City's narrow ass fucking streets uh, by horses. And you'll, you'll sit there and for the first two and a half minutes, it'll be a beautiful experience. And then the horses will start to shit right. You'll just, you, you think you're going to be looking at the buildings or the beauty of Manhattan. You will be staring at a horse's tail move. It's an incredible muscular uh, feat that they have. They could just move their tail to the left and then sh- sh- big plops of shit come out of their asshole. It's going to be fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> do that. And in the next couple of years, there will be more tourist attractions. And I feel great for the residents of the Bronx. They will be able to act like those guys on 59th Street. Those guys are making a fucking killing, conning the shit out of unsuspected tourists. Anybody, I've actually seen this before I left New York. I saw there was people, they were like, they looked like they were fucking Nordic. It's a whole, it was a whole group of like super white people, like blonde, really, really fucking tall. And there was a guy who was doing a tour of Harlem. And there was like 16 white people walking around just watching Harlem. It was the fucking creepiest thing. I imagine that type of tourism is going to grow and people are going to go to the Bronx and you'll be able to get into the Bronx River and have a Dominican guy ride you around on the back of a dolphin. Isn't that fucking incredible? Isn't that a New York experience? Thank you, pandemic. Something positive. Should I read the article? Maybe. I can't imagine that it's going to be more entertaining than that. Um... Let's see. Dolphins have been spotted swimming in the Bronx River. A sign the once notoriously polluted water has become a healthy home for marine life. I'm going to take a pause there and say this guy's, you know, he's he's a positive individual. He's a (laughs) healthy site for marine life. Okay, this is great news. The department tweeted Thursday. Twitter. Shout out to Elon Davos. Take those motherfuckers down. Uh, it shows that the decade-long effort to re- decades, excuse me, decades-long effort to restore the river as a healthy habitat is working. The department attached a video of the dolphins playing in the water off of Starlight Park, where Bronx residents gave the creatures a proper welcome. <laughs> "Quote, yo, this is fucking crazy," uh, Nick Banco narrated at the dolf- as the dolphins surfaced. That is a pretty uh, Bronx welcoming. That is super Bronx welcoming. Some people, please explain to me why the fuck is there dolphins in the fucking park? He captioned on his video. Shit had me shocked as fuck, bro. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe the New York Post is really, that's kind of, you know, that's, that's wild that they, they really quoted this guy. Um, but Mark Sanchez, deputy director of the New York City Parks Department, Urban Park Rangers said, this is no mystery. This guy is a son of a bitch. Mark Sanchez, you, you're not going to take credit. You're not going to take credit for what these fucking Illuminati guys did by shutting down the world. You're not going to take credit for this. The monkeys were having 100 monkey versus a different 100 species uh, a monkey, different species, another group of 100 monkeys in Thailand. Uh, th- this is this is the, nat- the mother nature taking the fucking power back. You're not going to tell me that you guys made a concerted effort toward making that water clean, and that's why there's dolphins. That's not what happened. It's just everybody was parked in their fucking goddamn house, jerking off and watching Netflix and beating their goddamn wife, and thank God they did because Mother Nature got a big old brick. Quote, animals are basically going to be wherever there's food for them. 
end quote. The Parks Department stocks the river with fish. Once again, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Um, each year as part of, a part of its restoration efforts. There's been fish in all the rivers of New York City all the goddamn time. People go and fish. You can go and fish if you're a fucking tourist and you want to go to the East River. If you want to go to Hudson. If you want to go to the Bronx River. You could have done this since the goddamn 80s, 90s, the 70s, the 60s. There's always been goddamn fish there. You don't eat them. The dolphins wasn't up there because they didn't want to fucking eat the fish because they're smart. Don't they say that dolphins are like... If they had thumbs, they would be as smart as us or some shit, right? You know? As I always say that, I don't give credit to human beings being at the top of the animal kingdom. Being the, the gods of planet Earth because of our brains. I think it's the thumbs. I think it's the thumbs. I think if dolphins didn't have those fucking dumbass fins and they didn't sound like crying babies, you know? They, they'd be higher up in the totem pole. You know, that's just my fucking opinion, right? Is this interesting? Um, I find it fucking interesting. Am I going to keep on reading it? Maybe not. I think that was enough. Uh, wh- what else is fucking going on? What else is going on on the planet? You know, I'm getting back into sports. I am getting back into sports, ladies and gentlemen. I told you guys I love basketball. In particular, I love LeBron James. All hail the GOAT. Lakers. I'm a delusional basketball fan, too. I mean, I I think I'm a delusional guy in general. But um, I'm right. So that just feeds my delusion. Um, Lakers, they're having some struggles. They're having some struggles. I seen the last night. They're fighting to have wins against teams that they should just fucking beat. The Grizzlies, great young core. You got a guy named John Morant, who this guy, they got to fucking test him. They got to test him. I know he's young. I know he's athletically gifted he's been doing this for a little while now but he jumps way too goddamn high i'm suspecting some type of pd use or there's something in his shoes he's drinking the fucking juice that bugs bunny had at halftime in fucking space jam something is going on something is going on the kid is fucking he's, he's not a human being they're playing the grizzlies and they win by one point and i really think it was the grit and the fight and that actually almost turned into an actual fight at the end of the game you saw Shannon Sharp. Everybody knows who Shannon Sharp is. Shannon Sharp, um, me and him got a beef. Not because I dislike him, not because I disagree with the gentleman, but I really do think I'm a, I'm a bigger LeBron fan than Shannon Sharp. But he he's a rider. I'm not gonna lie. The man is ride or die. He's a LeBron fan. He's a stand as he should be. Shannon Sharp, an incredible athlete himself. You can go look up his career. He's also great as a broadcaster. He was about to put hands on John Moran's daddy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? John Moran's daddy's not a little guy. This is a big-ass human being. His son is in the NBA. His son is an incredible athlete. That's his genetics. He's not a small human being, but Shannon Sharp is a big son of a gun, man. This is a big motherfucker. <laughs> and he's been taking shit from Skip Bayless for, for a long time. I would not fuck with this guy. I would not fuck with Shannon Sharp. I wouldn't. They was about to fight. Um, the media, obviously, is going to blow that out of proportion. They're going to act like, you know, two grown-ass men who have testosterone flowing through their body. This is not just like a normal occurrence, regardless of race. They're going to spin the narrative. Two black men, they can't get along. What's wrong with them? No, man, this is just, this is what I love about sports is competition. It's when the fans get heated. Americans, we are the greatest sports fans. Americans are the greatest sports fans. The most you see in America is like at a football game, there's a fight in the stands, 
or like at a hockey game, somebody gets the shit slapped out of them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the most you see in America, which I think is good. That's good energy. That means that people care about the goddamn sport. You go and watch sports abroad, they, they'll kill you. They'll kill you if they catch you with the wrong jersey on. They'll fucking murder you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's not that bad. I like it. I like the energy. Shannon Sharp was about to put hands on John Moran's daddy. I'm sure they already made up. I'm sure they both was just off the sauce. Un poquito. They probably had a couple shots. They riding for their team. John Morant is obviously, you know, his father's going to ride for him. LeBron James got Shannon Sharp on his side. It got a little tense. I like to see that. I also like to see the Lakers coming out on top. Russell Westbrook, big game. Big fucking game. He's not been the same guy on the Lakers. Who knows why? Who the fuck knows why? Who cares? The way I look at it is very black and white. I don't think Space Jam was was real. I think that was a fictional premise. I'm sure everybody will fucking agree. That Space Jam didn't really fucking happen. You understand what I'm saying? What I think is real is that when somebody has talent, that monsters from Mars can't steal that talent from you. Russell Westbrook is undeniably one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I'm not talking about top 10, top 50, top 100. I'm saying that 99% of the people who've touched the basketball in their goddamn life will get their ass busted by this man if he played one one hundredth of his, his ability. That being said, if he's that talented, it doesn't matter why he's not been performing up to his ability. He just got to do it. He just got to do it. It's expected of him. It's not a money thing. It's not that he's on the Lakers. It's that he's Russell Westbrook. And people got to remember that. And that's on him. He knows that. He knows that. He could play better. He's going to play better. Great game last night. Let's keep going. Let's fucking keep going. Also, Lakers, make a fucking trade. Get some fucking shooters. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I like that shit, man. I like that shit. Anything to pull LeBron... On the big stage, I've said it before and I'll say it fucking again. I also said it goddamn first. The NBA owes him for making them so much goddamn money. Anything to put him in a competitive place just to acknowledge his greatness is not always going to be here would be the smartest thing for the NBA. Beautiful. Shouts out to Ernie Johnson. Anybody that watches basketball on a, you know what I'm saying, on a serious note, TNT, I think they're the best to do it. Ernie Johnson Inside the NBA, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, you know, that is Kenny Smith. That's the best. That's the best way to watch a game. Have those guys at halftime. Have those guys post. post. They know what they're talking about. They've been in the business for a long fucking time. They, they're great broadcasters. They're funny. It's lighthearted. And it's real basketball talk. It's real fucking basketball talk by guys who know what the fuck they're talking about. Ernie Johnson heading that group. Um, unfortunately his mother passed and we all love Ernie. We all fucking love Ernie. Everybody loves Ernie. Ernie gets no hate. Ernie gets no motherfucking hate. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, condolences to him. Um, it's very difficult. Uh, I'm dealing with it today too, though. I'm dealing with it fucking today too. You know, my boy, I miss him. I love him. It's painful. I'm gonna let the emotions come. And that's what it's going to be, you know, for anybody who's lost anybody, anybody who is going through that and is fresh, anybody who's dealt with it and the, the wound hasn't healed, which I don't know if these wounds do heal. You know what I mean? Maybe it's just it gets you, you learn coping mechanisms. But, you know, 
It is a part of life and it is tragic, but it's a part of fucking life. The, the philosophical thing that I try to tie down in my brain, and I, it may be just be a, def, a defense mechanism. It may be a reconciliation for pain that I don't have other tools to be able to deal with it, but I try to look at the positive out of it and appreciate that I am breathing and that I am healthy. And it's the same thing for anybody who's goddamn listening. If you're healthy enough to be on this fucking planet, you're healthy. If you have the potential to get healthier by your own willpower, do so. If you have the potential to extend your life, if you have the potential to fight for what you want and go after what you want, regardless of whatever external forces are trying to stop you or cause you pain or whatever, stop being a bitch. Enjoy, because we are here for a limited time. Embrace it. Be grateful. Nobody knows the time they got to fucking clock out. That's going to be a goddamn podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Get your saddles, not for a goddamn horse, to go to the Bronx and have a Dominican ride you around the Bronx River. It's going to be an incredible experience. You heard it here. I'm not trademarking it. No mental misery. For anybody who's a continual listening to the Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go onto my Instagram. Like the post. Like the reels. Until next time.